0: Cafe Mike's Daily Podcast What? We just got word That this is FF episode 1800 1800 Mike's Daily Podcast Explosion I can't believe it I've done 1800 FF episodes It's really great for me and you Don't you know because we have such a fun time together with this show and you learn a lot and you laugh, maybe, I don't know. Because I come up with these awesome songs at the beginning of every show and that's important because it's 1800. Mike's Daily Podcast. 1800. I was looking at self-help podcasts on Podomatic. Mike's. Which I have been. Daily. Doing podcasts. Podcast. On the Podomatic website. Yeah. For 10 years now, yes, for 10 years. And I noticed that in the self-help, self-improvement category, that there is a podcast that has more listens than mine. And it was made, the last episode came out in 2010. So yes, almost 10 years ago. So wait, I'm being beat by a dead podcast. That's not good. But what is good is I look out over the wonderful hills surrounding Cafe Anyway here in PodCastro Tun today And there there's snow on the mountains and the, the mountains are green And within about four months, that's all gonna be brown out there and it's gonna be hot And people are gonna be walking around in shorts again, although I am in shorts today here at Cafe Anyway Yes, Hachimachi Hachimachi I know you're impressed by my shorts but today's podcast might be short, I don't know, could be long, could be about anything we cover today Is sort of a free-for-all, because there's a lot of things I want to cover. First off, in the evening, last night, my lovely lady friend and I watched an episode of Portlandia called New Beaver Town. It stars Katie Lang, who's looking quite manly these days. shes th- I don't know, she's gained a lot of weight, her body is looking more... Picture. Let's just say, the very squarish. She kind of lost her feminine features. Uh, that's fine, whatever. That's her life. She wants to look like that. That's good. She's still uh, Katie Lang. That's Katie Lang right there. Some of us lose our features that we once had. What's interesting is she was on Saturday Night Live back in the day, singing. That's oh, what was that song? Billy, don't go or some not. Not the Phil Collins Billy Don't You Lose My Number Or Not Ricky Don't Lose My Number By Steely Dan But it was some other song Where she's singing about this guy Like don't leave, don't go And she did this great dramatic thing on stage Where she she fell down to her knees And her, her little mandolin player came up And was trying to get her to stand up again It was a great performance on Saturday Night Live And that's Basil performing for you now Probably in the 1980s she did this On Saturday Night Live Back when I watched it avidly But what's interesting Is in this episode of Portlandia She starred with fellow Saturday Night Live alum Jason Sudeikis And Fred Armisen And it's funny because Jason Sudeikis Is playing this character with really wild permy Bob Ross type hair And Katie Lang Is kind of making the moves on him And he's making the moves on her And I said to my lovely lady friend I bet Jason's, uh, is it his wife or his girlfriend? Olivia Wilde, is it? Must be getting jealous right now But it's a fun episode of Portlandia And, And I've been in this sort of Portland mood since last night I've been thinking about the trip I took almost five, six, four, three I can't do math in my head right now Five years ago, that's right No, it was six years ago Where I went to Portland And enjoyed, absorbed I'd never been to Portland before And I, well, I did drive through it Everybody tells me When I talked to them about Portland Oh yeah, I drove through it It's this town you just drive through But I actually spent four days in Portland Just said, I'm gonna go there And uh, somebody watched Basil the Boxer Who we heard momentarily ago and, and I drank a lot of beer, although I kept it to only four glasses of beer a day, which is kind of difficult to do in Portland because they have so many places to get beer. And I, I just absorbed it and went to the, as it called, the Mississippi section. And I went up to the Rose, big Rose Garden up on the hill. And I went to all these interesting buildings. The architecture there is cool. And it it's you know, it was bad weather It was around March I ran into a guy, Tim Riley Who I hadn't seen in over, God, 15 years We used to work together in the early 90s At a country station And then he, at the time He was at a news station And then I saw somebody Who was the lead singer of Ages and Ages Who I interviewed on Mike's Daily Podcast A couple years back In fact, you can see it If you want to go to the Website mikesdailypodcast.com, which I am clicking on right now, and you go to the little drop down that says um, menu, ages and ages. Tim Perry, that's who it was. So I talked to my friend Tim Riley. I met up with Tim Perry, who I had interviewed back in, oh, when, when, when was that? That was probably around 2013, 2012. And in fact, if you go to the website, mikesdailypodcast.com, and go to interviews A through F, he's like one of the first ones to pop up because he's with the band Ages and Ages, alphabetically. And we spoke, Tim Perry and I, on the podcast about Sting, Whole Foods, and the fact that President Obama at the time had on his listening playlist, I guess on Spotify... He had an ages An ages song on his Mixtape I guess So Tim Perry and I had a coffee And then got some ice cream in Portland It was a fun time and I got to see all the cool uh, What do you call them The, the, The food trucks that are parked all together And they can stay in one spot For weeks and months at a time Whereas I think in the Bay Area They gotta keep moving And they had I did not get to the voodoo place The voodoo donut thing though sadly But It was a fun time, and so we watched this great episode of Portlandia in New Beaver Town, and uh, uh, Katie Lang, who sang a little bit in that episode, and by the way, one of the best concerts I ever saw was Lyle Lovett and Katie Lang in Santa Barbara. I went there, this was shortly after some crazy fires we were having in 2007 and the power all of a sudden went out during katie lang's set and it's a beautiful sunday afternoon and the the instruments everything dies it's dead and she stops and she she says to the audience shh and then she walks up to the very edge of the stage as we go outside a cafe anyway where we ring a mike's daily podcast somewhere in podcaster valley anyway and she then sings the song acapella no microphones this It's not the biggest place in the world, but Santa Barbara Bowl is, if you ever want to see a cool Santa Barbara Bowl concert on YouTube, there's a Tears for Fears concert. One that I did not get to go to, but yet it took place when I was going to UCSB back in 1989. Actually, the beginning of 1990, Olita Adams was touring with them, and this was during the Sewing the Seeds of Love tour. And you can see the, the Santa Barbara Bowl experience on YouTube. But yeah, Katie Lang did such a great job. Then the power came back on and Lyle Levitt came on and they sang a song together, it was awesome. Someone, I think what I'm talking about on today's show is there is, as I discussed on the last show, there's stuff you can watch that just destroys your time. I think watching the Grammys tonight is an awful idea. I was, I predicted correctly last week watching the Super Bowl was a dumb idea. I knew it was going to be and it turned out to be one of the most boring games ever I found out after the fact, one of the lowest scoring games. See we waste time and that's what I'm trying to prevent you from doing, I want you to make the most of your time on this planet because we ain't got a lot of time, folks we are survivors, you and I. Oh, but what do you mean Mike, I haven't survived a jumping out of a plane or living off the land for three months or some crazy thing. No. Or being being attacked by angry hordes or bears or whatever But no You're a survivor Because we, our parents and our grandparents Somehow managed to live through a time and bring us here You think about the atomic era That was one nasty time I was watching a YouTube video a little bit earlier today this guy was breaking down all the nuclear tests that we did over the years in the 1950s and 60s, and all the explosions they did out in Nevada, like Las Vegas. There's an atomic museum in Las Vegas that you can go check out fact, Huell Hauser went there. And you might be saying, Mike, who the hell Huell Hauser? well, Huell is this guy, and. If, by the way, you're ever down and you're looking for something fun to watch for free and you don't want to pay for Netflix, go to go to YouTube. Some wonderful person has uploaded all the old Hauser things. Hauser no longer with us. I believe he died of cancer. But he was so... Just better bocce <laughs> court day for you. Stiff upper lip. Life's going to get better. It. I have it. I'm doing well. That's Hauser. Stiff upper lip. Life's going to get better. In the world of where people at this point in time admire those of a previous era, the Bob Rosses of the world, the painting, the the, the soft-spoken painting guy, Huelhauser was such a gem. He went, he really loved California, even though he was born in Tennessee. And he went to Ferndale, I was watching this Ferndale one, and this lady here was complaining that she lost at bocce ball. I'm going to be a winner. I'm going home. She's going home. Talking about Ferndale, that's, by the way, where they filmed The Majestic, that awful movie with Jim Carrey. (laughs) People either love that movie or they despise it like me. After watching that, I was like, this movie wasted my time. I could have been doing something else, like watching Huell Hauser. Boy, I had a good night's sleep. I slept like a baby last night in the Victorian Inn, which ought to make you all happy because you own this establishment. Yeah. That's right, Hugh. So he would, throw, he would interview people on the street. He was a man on the street type guy and had, have his microphone. And he would throw these questions and his, just his whole personality. I think he threw off so many people. It's so funny, he would be like, excuse me, sir, where are you going? And people would be like, oh my God, you're Heelhauser. Yeah, I'm just jogging. What the, what is this? What's going on? And he would just throw stuff at people. So he went to an atomic museum, not in this episode. He went to the uh, Ferndale up in Northern California, which apparently a lot of places in Ferndale end up being the furthest west in the United States or continental United States because I guess it sticks out so far west. Like they've got a bar there that they say, it's the furthest west that you can go in the United States. That's what we're all about. We want you to have a good night's sleep. Like a baby. Just like a baby. Now what's the deal on this? Every other place in town has a great history behind it. And I wanted to ask you about the history of atomic bombs. As we're outside of here cafe anyway yes this fascinating video that i watched about um atomic bomb testing made me think how are we all here because they used to detonate a lot of bombs like right on the ground they're testing they were testing in the 50s and 60s in 1953 there was one and this is before clint eastwood became known as dirty harry they had a bomb that they called Dirty Harry because it blew up so much dust that then became radioactive because it was blown up by a massive radioactive bomb. And then that fallout moved so far uh, east from Nevada. It went all the way to like St. George, Utah, where the people said they tasted a metallic taste in the air. Um, In fact, there were 28,800 compensation claims that the United States paid out in 2014 to all the people that were affected by nuclear fallout from the atomic testing that we did in Nevada. One, uh, the Sedan crater from Project Sedan in 1962, the fallout went all the way to Iowa from Nevada. Isn't that crazy? And there were something like 828 underground nuclear tests that we did. That blows my mind. Also, Russia did their own nuclear testing where they stole the plans from, uh, for the nuclear bomb. Uh, we had a, uh, we didn't know about the spy Klaus Fuchs. Klaus Fuchs, he was a Soviet spy. He got the, the, the plans to make a nuclear bomb and brought him back to Russia. Wait, I thought the Rosensteins, Rosenbergs? Oh, I forget who. The ones that were the only time we've ever executed uh, at the electric chair someone that we uh, Deemed a traitor to the United States We found them as spies and that's a whole other the Rosenberg's I think Anyway, the, the Semi-Palatinsk Bomb was the first bomb that Russia blew up nuclear bomb in a nuclear test in 1949 and in 2012 We did a 17 year cleanup. We started a 17 year cleanup costing $150 million. Is that true? Huh. Well, it's a 17 year cleanup that we helped Russia with uh, in a a massive area that they have bomb testing. Because they just, here in the United States, we did nuclear testing. And occasionally there would be something terrible like us, some people that happened to be in the way of the. Someone would get irradiated Or something In Russia they just dropped a bomb on like villages They killed millions of people So I brought up all that interesting Wonderful heartwarming news Oh by the way They had a bomb called the Tsar Bomba It was called the Tsar Bomba And it was 17th, the, the The nuclear cloud from it rose 17 times higher than Mount Everest. So imagine 17 times the height of Mount Everest is how far it went. Jeez. So, my point being, that we survived as a human race, you and I here right now have, our ancestors have survived quite a bit to get here. And we should be proud of that. We should be happy of that. We should hopefully make better choices than our forefathers did. And that we, uh. You know, stick around on this planet, and I hope you make wise decisions. Hmm. I guess that's pretty much the show. I guess I will say hi to someone here real quick here uh, before the show endeth, and that would be here because this show is 1800, and I hope it's not a bomb um, today's show. But uh, the, the it celebra- celebratory explosions is what we should have, and we should welcome these characters. Hello, my Masters, it's Madame Rotobago, and I don't like the nuclear bomb. No nukes. Oh, you're such a 60s rebel, Madame Rotobago. That's right. I'm like Jerry Brown. No nukes. Oh. All right, look who else is here. Hello, Dave, Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And look who's driving in here, Captain Anyway. <laughs> and this is Bison Family. Do you Hey guys, so thanks for joining me for the FF episode 1800 God, I hope, tomorrow When I go to work, the young millennial that I work with I hope He does- I- I helped someone get a job And oh my God, he is- he does this to me I would never do this to a superior but apparently he likes to do this to me He goes, hey Mike, do you think you do this for me? Thanks man and I'm like, who are you? You sound like a boss that I had Back in the 90s But Do it for yourself My god This goes back to the entitled thing I was talking about on the last show The thing is He's a little bit overly dependent on me right now He's kind of like my son Which is weird Because he kind of looks like what my dad Looked like with the glasses on And My dad kind of had his look. So I don't know if I'm having a weird psychological moment that this guy that I trained to replace me at my job looks like my dad in it's weird. But I will say this, he has learned a lot and he's come really far. He just needs to do some stuff on his own and be a little more, you know, less dependent on me and, and learn to fly and be independent is what I'm saying. Learn to fly. And to, and, to, and to be like that Ario Speedwagon I talked about on the last show, that Ario Speedwagon song. We climb and climb and at the top we fly. That's, that's an awful Ario Speedwagon song. The song, time for me to fly, that's a little bit better. And that's the actual truth of what I have to do right now, I have to fly. And take off and enjoy the rest of my day as I hope you do as well Next show, it'll be Shelley Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, John Deere the Engineer Thanks for listening Go watch some Huelhauser on YouTube right now You will laugh your socks off and your butt Mike's TV Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews His podcast is super easy to find Download or listen to his show and read his blog at Podcast.com. Email Mike now Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Oh, I forgot to do the podcast picture. It is of Basil the boxer and I and he and I were playing a little bit on Friday evening. There is he's at 10 and a half years old now and he still plays like a puppy. See that picture now at mikesdailypodcast.com. What do you think Basil?